Hello, my name is Adedeja Deome. If today is your first time of joining us on Godly Council, thank you for the opportunity to come into your space to be actually become a teacher to actually share the word of God with you today and then uh, to be a blessing to your life. So thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. So on Godly Council, for the people that listen to the first time, on what we do here is to actually preach teach and admonish the word of God, the undirected word of God. Of course, we have joined the other believers that are teaching the word of God and then join our faith with them to ensure that we bring God's word to you and so that it can become a light and help you to renew your mind to the things what God is trying to do in your life. So thank you um, very much for this opportunity. So uh, um, before we go into our word today, uh, I want to say a few prayers. Father, Lord, thank you for the opportunity to become a teacher today. Lord, I pray that the hearer needs to hear your voice, not my voice. And as a deliver, speaker is a sinner, Lord, have mercy. And the hearer is also a sinner, Lord, have mercy. And we rebuke every every power of the devil to ensure that this voice is not going to communicate your word in the name of Jesus. And we pray that your spirit flow along. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So today we're going to continue with the part two of the favor with God and favor with man, favor with humans. I, I intend to always use humans because there is a gender sensitivity in our world today. And then I don't intend to break that barrier. I always want to replicate the same thing. So that's why most of my teaching, my books, my writing, instead of the place the Bible uses man, I use humans. So that means I'm communicating with both women and men. So um, we started the teaching with the favor with God and favor with humans. And then there's just the part two of it. We're talking about the favor with humans today. So let's take the scripture again. Luke 2, 52. King James Version. Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. With God and man. So the first thing I'm going to talk about is that there are many ways to gain favor with humans. And of course, most of us will today's human intervention of gaining favor with humans. So uh, one of the words of Jesus was that when we try to use our, do our best to please humans, but we decide to lose focus on God, that is not complete. And also, let us know this that everything God is going to do for us is going to bring a man to be the center, to be the mouthpiece, to be the hand that reaches us. And that's one of the reasons why I appreciate uh, the teaching of Apostle Joshua Selman. Um, I appreciate his teaching and one of his teaching and he said um, we can do all we can, but God needs a man to become a blessing to you. And that's where he taught about the ministry of men. So you can actually listen to this teaching of Apostle Joshua Silva and the ministry of men, and you'll be able to get insight in what I'm saying. So, you know that every time we have uh, a promise from God, it's going to be birthed by humans, by a person, by people. It depends on the purpose or the uh, the. Uh, the thing God wants to do to you. So, um, some common examples include, sure, here come some Bible verses about favor with 
humans. And this Bible verses is God showing the desire to bless his people, to favor them. And then in the process of favoring them, he causes people to become the one that brought the favor to pass. So he had some of the few verses. So Exodus 33, 15 to 17. Exodus 33, 15 to 17, New Living Translation. And Moses said, if you don't personally go with us, don't make us leave this place. How will anyone know that you look favorable on me? On us and on your people if you don't go with us for your presence among us sets your people and me apart from all other people on earth the Lord replied to Moses I will indeed do what you have asked for I look favorable on you and I know you by name so here um, Moses is telling God that you need to go with us because we are going to meet people we are going to meet humans on the way and then without the favor of God upon them the humans might not recognize this favor and be able to be a blessing to them and be able to be favored to look upon them with favor so yes there's a place of God becoming the favor that we need but we always use men and the second scripture that's we need to look is Daniel 1 8 to 9. Daniel 1 8 to 9. But Daniel proposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's meat, nor with the wine which he drank, therefore requested of the prince of the eunuch that he might not defile himself. Now God has brought Daniel into favor and tender love with the prince of eunuch. With the prince of eunuch. So, the favor with God is most of the time activated apart from the relationship, the close knitness that you need to have with God. That's why I say you should listen to the part one. You, the favor of God will cause you to meet people, and those people will look upon you favorably. Most of the times, when we decide to take out the uh, formation, Maybe we want the favor with the human without thinking of God. Yes, sometimes God will allow it to have this favor with human, but at the end of it, it comes with pain. Because most of the time, the favor you're getting from humans that is not of God is from the enemy. And whatever the enemy puts his hand into is going to cause chaos, pain, regret, worry, guilt, a whole lot of negative sorrow, sadness. So, this thing that Daniel said, he has proposed in his heart, God sees his heart, and God calls the favor, and the peeps, these people notice the favor, and then they now love Daniel. That's why you see some people that oh, what I did to this person, or what I'm currently doing to, for this person, that is making this person to love me so much, to care for me, and then it will be a wonder, and you just realize that love is just growing. You find yourself in some places and people are just loving because the formation is balanced. Yes, God can make all things happen. He will use people. And the thing you need to understand is make sure that we're living a life that is pleasing to God. This means following His commandments and living according to His will. Yes. So when we live according to the will and the purpose of God, 
is going to cause us favor and is going to allow his people to be favorable to us. I will mark that word again. Allow his people to be favorable to us. They are God's people and they are the enemy's people. Because uh, I'm looking at a way to actually get this to you so that you can understand so that I will not actually confuse you. So when God raised his people to be a blessing for you, doesn't mean God cannot raise the people that are not. So, or let me put it this way. The people of God are not intentionally the people of you think in your mind. Don't forget that God uses um, 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 Babylon to destroy the children of Israel. Read Isaiah. He uses the. He said they will use the Babylon. He now used Cyprus. In I think in Isaiah forty, I think it's Isaiah forty nine, no at forty nine fifty. He uses Cyprus to destroy the children of to destroy the Babylonians so that they can release the children of Israelites. So, it to the Israelites they might start looking at this person and say, oh. But if it, they are God's people, they should be serving the God. We are serving, praising the God. But it wasn't like that written in the, to, about the Cyprus. But yet, God raised them and used them to be able to vindicate the Israelites from the Babylonians. So God's people, most of the time, doesn't look at God's people. You read in the Revelation, you saw, you read in the New Testament, uh, especially from Apostle Paul, that God will use the Gentiles to bless. He even said it even in the Old Testament when he said they were going to raise Gentiles to actually be a blessing to you. When you meet Gentiles, what you are doing at that time with them, is not just going to be the transaction of the things you are receiving from them, it's going to be the transaction of what you have. Giving it to them, they are blessing you returning what they want to give to. Let me explain it again if you don't get that part. Let me explain. Let me explain if you don't understand that part. So they revert the uh the people that God are going to raise to become a blessing to you. They are coming with the resources, they are coming with the likes of uh, money, the likes of uh, uh, maybe connection, influence, um, in, uh, giving you a better life, uh, meeting your needs, it's food and all that, all those things that you're thinking about are good. But what you are giving them is the light. You are giving them the light. The light. When you bring the light to the people that don't know God and they bless you in return, they leave your presence and they receive the light and they go in that light and they are converted. But we should not see it in this area that this people is just going to bless me because God is just favoring me. No, a transaction took place that you didn't money, but you pay with the light. And they are not just giving you darkness in return, they are just rewarding for the light you give them. I, 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 I'm, I'm actually be tempted to actually go into this dimension because it's a teaching on its own. But let's focus on this favor with humans. So God will be a blessing to you. 
and it will cause people to come your way. Yes, people, and understand this, is people will not entirely look like what you want them to be. Joseph fall into the uh, the brothers of Joseph became his passage to Egypt where God's purpose of Egypt will be fulfilled that he told Abraham many many years ago before that time but at that point Joseph can assume that the brothers are wicked they are not the Gentiles that God will raise to be a favor to him but he didn't know they, they, they are the passage In the house of Potiphar, Potiphar's wife is the passage for Joseph. Can you link the dots now? Joseph was going to sell light to gain what? Passage to the king through Potiphar's wife. Potiphar's wife was coming with the temptation to sleep with me. Joseph said, I will not do anything that will hurt my God anything to hurt my masters then it sold that light there and the wife screamed and did all that trick and sent her into the prison when the prison was just a connection to meet with the king and to become the one that is going to bring the Israelite to Egypt I want to tell somebody today and I want to help you to think this through most of the time when favor comes and people, God brings people your way. They are not meant to influence you. You are meant to be there to influence them. There are things you will not accept. God will bring those people. But in their mindset, they might think they can change your perception, lure you into the things that is not of God. If you fall for that, then at that point, you have missed it. That's why when many of us are crying, God, favor me, let people come my way, let me uh, enjoy the benefits of the heads, expose me, give me the level of influence, let me be popular, celebrity, and not say truly sincere, you, the, what, I'm, what I'm saying might look like what kind of prayer, but something that's what we pray for, to be popular, to be well known. And one of the great business man is when people know your business and buy into your business. That's what makes the business a great business. And when people don't buy into it, it's not going to be a business because you need humans to buy into the business. So you pray that prayer and God now brings you to, win, to these people and then this is what comes out of it. You start denying the same God that brings you to these people. So that's why one of the things that we need to hold dear, very dear to our heart, how we can be what change into the image of God and that's the first favor God is going to give you go back to my part one you to that so the first favor God gives you is to change you is to purify you is to now build you to the point that you can stand so when he's now exposing you he's not going to lose you because it's better to keep you and you make heaven than lose you to hell completely and that's what the love of God can do so, the, the way we talked about the first thing that about. So now we need to quickly. We need to quickly and quickly look into some of the things that can actually help us to build favor with humans. As much as God has given you those people, brought them into your life. 
does not guarantee that automatically you'll just be favoring, favoring, favoring. Like I already said, you're selling the light and all that. After you've done that, you're standing your ground, even though they're saying that, ah, even though you are a Christian, does God say you should not even flex once in a while to just go out with us? Let's go and party and all that. I said, no, because you know, the moment you get to that party, you're going to start engaging the things that is not of God. And at that point, God is telling you, do not be want to be drunk with wine, with wine that intoxicate, but be drunk with the Holy Spirit. Or you start seeing the, the ladies around and you start feeling that whether you should fornicate or commit adultery. Well, that means whether you're married or single or in that process that's when you need to start talking to people and are abusing but when God told you when the law says it, that if you call somebody a fool it means that you are doomed of hellfire or you start thinking of talking and gossiping about people things that they may not call you to talk about or that's when you now start jealous you now see somebody in that party bringing all kind of uh, cars all kind of level and influence security around and start being jealous that ah, and your purpose start changing from there. So I just gave like 10 reasons why you're saying no to that, even though God brought them your way. I can tell you from experience, God brought people my way. But in that time, I made a lot of mistakes and allowed them to keep what changing me, convincing me, become who God said I am not. Until I stand and start said no, this is not it. If God brings me in contact with this person, it doesn't mean he wants me to lose who I am. So that is what it is. So the first thing we're going to mention that even though God brings these people to your life and he brings them to your life and to favor you, one of the things that you need to hold there, the first thing you need to do is you need to be compassionate. God will not bring people to you to mess them up. God will not bring people to you to talk to them anyhow. God will not bring those people to you to look down on them. God will bring people to you to be compassionate. To be compassionate. Because sometimes when people come into our life, the way we actually look at them. It's or maybe I should explain compassionate to you. Compassionate is feeling or showing sympathy or to genuinely care about people, to sympathize with them, to understand them. Not every human, whether rich or poor, is having one of them two things they are. It is you, God is not going to bring you in connection with um, someone that um, is so rich and is so influential in our society and maybe you now meet they are living with one and it is your job to start saying ah <laughs> with all these riches and all that so this is how his children are they are wayward they don't you didn't train them well it's not your job but can you be compassionate enough to pray and to start saying that oh I am a light. When a child is growing in, in the room, in the level of rebellion, it means that I know what it means. The enemy is at work here. 
you start praying over their life. You start being helpful. Maybe you find the contact and maybe a phone number. Once in a while, you're sending God's word. You are sending encouragement word. You are telling them how good they are in the nature of God. You are telling them the, the repercussions of rebellion. Not, you know, shouting on them. No, you are, little by little, you are gaining their hearts. You are helping the parents. Yeah, the, God brought you to them. They have favor on you. And the return of the light is to help to bring their children from being rebellion to the light of Christ. Not you condemning. That's where compassion comes from. That's where compassions come from. And the second thing that I mentioned, I will mention because I need to be fast because of my time. The second thing is loyalty and kindness. Yes, loyalty and kindness. Proverbs 3, verse 3 to He said, Never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Tie them around your neck as a reminder. Write them deep within your heart. Then you will find favor with both God and people and you will earn a good reputation. Loyalty and kindness. And uh, let me quickly explain this in loyalty. I know my time is short, but uh, let me take seconds here. Loyalty is not you giving up God for human beings. Loyalty is not you giving up God for human beings. It's not giving up your, your God-ordained life, the instructions given and all that for human beings. That is not loyalty. Loyalty is you being committed to the person's well-being, to the person's life, to the person's uh, um, goodwill, and not being there to be the one that wants to help to help the person to spoil it. Loyalty is you met with a God. Like for example, I love using example and in a real life situation so that you can get it. Let's say God opened a door for you in the place of favor, you got a job. And in that job, and it is the salary you want, you want because the salary we want always change after three months or six months in the workplace. It's, it's like a normal thing in human beings, but I'm not going to go into the details. So you want God gives it to you and all that, and then you are now loyal to committing that this person's business grow. Or these people, whether they run or is owned by a group of people, of course, if it's one, it will still be shareholders and all the one man business or group of people. The business grow at what the task you are giving, you are loyal to ensure that it's moving on the way it's meant to move, and you're even doing your best in all you do. Loyalty is now saying that when you see someone that's coming to you to say, I want to crumble this company, I want to ruin it, and I will pay you in return for helping me to ruin it, you will say no. Because it was this company, the seat, the position, was once a prayer point for you. And God opened the door and allowed the favor of men to come upon you. Because if you are disloyal to this person or to this prayer point you were praying before, what is going to happen to God himself? So loyalty, then kindness is doing everything you can to ensure that the momentum and then you are at your best behavior with the people around. Because when God brings you in contact with the people, your kindness goes a long way. It goes a long way. Kindness is how you treat people. Kindness is how you show mercy to people. 
Next is how you um, help people to see the good in them. Kindness is not when you start diminishing the image of people because you want to Considerate and you're being friendly. I hear a lot of people that said, Ah, that person is so rich enough that I don't need to give to him. He's our boss, he's done of the company, I don't need to give to him. No, that's wrong. It's because he's your boss, that's why you should give. The boss has birthdays. The boss has maybe on a Monday morning, maybe or sometimes just I just say I should buy or I just I should get these toys for your children. If you know that, okay, maybe the person still has kids. Just it's giving. You can't say, oh, do you know how much he's making? He's the richest man in the world. He's the richest man in the country. He's the richest man in this or he's the richest man in the world. He's the richest man. No, 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 no. That's not it. It is you just being generous enough, giving time and giving. So the people God brings to your life. Don't say, what can I give? They, no, 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 no. Give when somebody is giving. It's not like you're giving the same, but you give respect also. You can give respect. I'm, I'm, I'm rushing, I'm rushing, I'm rushing, I'm rushing, I'm rushing, I'm rushing. So the fourth thing I'm going to explain today for now, um, I think I'll, this message is going to have a part three. Uh, please bear with me part three because I need to pass an important message in this. So the fourth is you need to be humble and unassuming. The unassuming for me is very key. Be humble and unassuming. Be humble and unassuming. We should not try to draw attention to ourselves or boast about our accomplishments. Instead, we should focus on helping others and making positive impact. This is what I wrote down. Because most of, most people that are always assuming focus on themselves, boast about their achievement, but you are standing in the presence of the person God opened the door for you to be a blessing to your life, and you are boasting all that. Oh no, ah, sir, you don't understand. Ah, if you know what I did in this place, I ensured that I made this. Oh my, you don't understand. I was the one. No, nobody apart from me. No, no. Your job, when the person, oh, I would, yes, I was able to create this, but well, I actually have a team of support to actually help in doing this. Yes, I actually did this and all that, but I can actually have room to learn more, especially from you because of the experience and all that you have, so that in building and growing, that learning never stops. It makes the person feel like, oh, yes, I am needed in this person's life. I am needed in this person's project. You are going to go and talk to investors, to gain money, all you are doing is boasting. You are not even letting the investors know the path they are going to take. That you, you are not just after their money, but you are also after their expertise and the things they build when he is. Even their experience is going to help you to enlarge. Try that. I don't know why I'm talking to that is preparing a meeting for an investor. Try this today and you will see God works in your life. So, stop being assuming. Assuming you you are the one that knows everything, nobody knows it. You are the one that 
you know, having it. No, stop being assuming. Stop being assuming. Don't assume you know. When you meet people, I always tell people when you are going to meet somebody for the first time, or you meet a group of people, or you meet an organization, take your due diligence to learn. To learn, read, read news and about them. Try to know what is needed. Because when you are now meeting with that person, it is now easy for you to be able to cater the level, know what they like, what they don't like. Or maybe finally you met with this person and God opened the door. You were not expecting. Maybe just passing or maybe life just happens and you met with this person. Thank God for it. But try to know about them. Try to know about them. So that the next time you have your engagement level will be concrete. Oh, uh, you know, you already found out that this person in terms of um, business um, in investment or in terms of sport, even in your marriage, God favor you to meet the woman of your dream, the man of your dream. You are not assuming you know her. You try to learn, ask. Of course, you will have friends. Of course, you will have, if the person is even on social media, you can learn. Go and look at the lies. Go and look at the topics, the live posting, the comments, and then you just pick some of the topics you learn something about. You're not saying, ah, yeah, like in this comedy, and whenever it cracks the jokes, and, and the person says, oh, so you, ah, no, 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 you don't understand. That comedian, you don't know. And you start, and teaching. Not everything you assume you know. Because assumption limits you and keeps you in a box. It doesn't allow you to expand. It doesn't allow you to see through. Assumption keeps you in a box. Let me read this scripture, which is going to be lasting. I'll be talking about before we say the prayer. Esther 2, 15 to 17, New Living Translation. Esther 2, 15 to 17, New Living Translation. And Esther was the daughter of Abigail, who was Mordecai's uncle. Mordecai had adopted his younger cousin Esther. When it was Esther's turn to go to the king, she accepted the advice of she accepted the advice of what Mordecai. Sorry, she accepted the advice of Igai, the eunuch in charge of the harem. She asked for nothing except what is suggested, and she was admired by everyone who saw her. Let me read that again. Let me just take it on. When Esther's turn to go to the king, she accepted the advice of what? A guy. She did not assume that she knows it. She did not assume that she knows she accepted the advice of somebody that you know when you meet in the unit and then you're not saying ah before the person i, I know now she better be she better mess that now what do you know no and it was the advice that she accepted and she asked for nothing except what is she is suggested and she was the admired by everyone who saw her she didn't assume she accepted an advice and then she did not use her word and then it opened up more doors for her. It is one thing to be called into a beauty contest. It's another thing for you to win a beauty contest. It's another thing for you to win the heart of the kings. And verse 16, Esther was taken to the king, says as 
imagine at that time when I read the scripture and I said I said the last thing I want to say when I read the scripture I don't most of the time I always miss this but when I saw this I was like wow because the king wasn't there but he was taken the people that admired were the first recommendation to the king that ah no king go send a lady let the lady come to you ah no this is great if she didn't try she gave the best in the people's presence and led that to the king that and Esther was taken to the king says this at the royal palace in early winters of the seventh year of his reign and the king loved Esther more than any other young woman he was so delighted with her that he set the royal crown on her head and declared her queen instead of Vashti I wish I can break down the scriptures for you. You can see the process that it takes. That favor is not a final. Favor is not final. It is a process. It will keep opening door. It's like the scripture that said the just is like a bright shining light that shines brighter and brighter. Because you can favor to be sitting on the position right now, or to own a business that is spreading, or to be the political seat now, doesn't mean that is the final. You need favor to keep growing. You need favor to be keep growing. Like I said, there's going to be part three. I think we'll continue from the scripture, from the part three. So, um, somebody is actually listening to me right now, and they're saying, um, Adedeji. I don't know Jesus. I don't know Christ. And that's one of the ways you need to start with favor because the favor with God and favor with humans, it starts from God. And then with Jesus Christ is our ladder, is our gateway to the heart of God. He's the one that died for our sins and sit at the right hand of the Father to intercede on our behalf day and night. So I would like to say a short prayer with you if you allow me. So you will have to say this prayer after me. Say this prayer after me, Jesus Christ, I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that you are my Savior and come into my life today. Be my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And I pray for you right now that the hold of sin is broken on your life in Jesus' name. And everything that the devil is holding against you is broken right now in Jesus' name. And amen. I want to pray for someone that is saying that day, I am having issues. I'm having things that is going down for me. Can you pray with me? And I'm saying, praying, agreeing with you right now that the light of God will touch that thing in the name of Jesus. Jesus will overturn everything that is not of him in that stuff that you are asking for help in the mighty name of you. Go forth and bring forth testimony in Jesus' name. Thank you so much. And if you want to actually reach out to us, you can click on the fill the form and you'll be able to reach us. So we'll come your way again next time. Bye.